Howdy yokes, and welcome back to Bacon and Eggs. I'm Tyler Carlin. And I'm Ethan Edgehill. And today we're tugging on Superman's cape. Or maybe we're just spinning into the wind. So pull the mask off the old Lone Ranger. And don't mess around with Jim. Because today we're bringing you... The NeverEnding Story, a.k.a. Stranger Things Season 3. Stranger Things 3 was released on July 4th, 2019, just 12 days ago, on a questionable budget, making questionable money. Currently has an 89% critic rating on Rotten Tomatoes and an 84% audience rating and a 72 on Metacritic. Uh, it's so good, though, Ethan. It's so good. It really is. It is so good. It is it's so alarmingly good. good. It is, oh, it makes me so mad how good it is. I need... So, so Bacon and Eggs, it's, 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 uh, we're doing a, an entire series of a television show this week, uh, mostly because it's our show. And when we made the show, we promised television and book reviews, and then we committed to movies. But now we're back to tele- television. Right, we did we did Stranger... Not Stranger Things. We did Game of Thrones for an episode, and now we're doing an entire season of Stranger Things. It's, it's about knowing your limits, and it's about trying new things. And that's what we're doing here. And uh, so we're going to do the same thing we always do. Do you have a negative review for Stranger Things from a professional critic? Now, we, we do this segment on the show because Ethan and I are not professionals by any means. This is a casual film fans podcast, okay? So we are here and in this to make case, feel a like casual, talking about movies casual, with friends. I just said casual. In this case, casual. a casual movie fan, not movie, TV show fan. I can't even talk, man. Here's the thing. It's a, ne- it's here's, a Netflix here's thing. thing. Okay, look. It's a Netflix thing. Netflix. It qualifies. Look, listen. Net, short for network. Blix. Short for Flickster. Not short for Flickster. <laughs> Here's the thing, though. I feel like a casual television fan and a casual movie fan are on totally different levels of how much they pay attention to their a casual medium. Television like a casual fan. film fan. A casual, casual television, television fan, fan does not watch Stranger Things. Does not watch television. They have TV on. Yeah, they watch, like, The Bachelor family of products. I would say they they, they watch like the keep, Kardashian they family. Yeah, they couldn't even be said to have kept up with keeping up with the Kardashians. No, but they do know all the characters. They watch an episode here and there. That's a casual television fan. Where I feel but that like, is not us. I feel like Stranger Things is television for casual film fans. Absolutely, which is and us. regular and film I'm fans. Gonna, I'm, I'm here to tell you Stranger Things is better than movies. That's what I'm here to tell you. Stranger That's Things, yeah, this is immediately, this is one of the best things we've reviewed ever. It's so... Like, by far. And we have to talk about the other seasons before we dive into season three a little bit, but I still need that negative review from a professional critic. Can I Can I say it or are you going to interrupt me again? I just, even the reason we do this segment, I just don't want people to be confused and think that we are some end-all, be-all all-seeing, all-seers. Uh, this is a casual film fans oh review show. Oh my god, that do being not said, start. Hey, 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 Tyler. <laughs> don't do it again, okay? Don't do it again. <laughs> so what's your negative review, Ethan? Okay, my negative review comes from Sam Adams of, I I knew guess, you were going to read this one. Beer. I knew it. <laughs> I'm reading Slate. it entirely because his name is Sam Adams. Sam Adams of Slate says, Even the most distinctive moments feel disconnected from the rest, especially a segment in the final episode that feels as if its sole purpose is to be extracted and recirculated as a meme. 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 A meme. 
And I know me, exactly me. which segment they're talking about. Story. That thing. It's already a meme. Except I wouldn't say that so far from Stranger Things season three, Stranger Things three as they're calling it, I wouldn't say that that's the thing that's become the meme. What's the but meme we'll get to, to you? That. We'll get that. To, we'll get to that in a minute. I need a, a positive review from you, Tyler. Okay, uh, this is from Brian Tallarico from RogerEbert.com, which is how you know it's a good review. Uh, it says, The rhythm of Stranger Things has never been tighter, but it helps that the cast feels elevated as well. And I see where he's coming from, because season three is much more about Joyce and uh, Harbor, uh, Hopper. Hopper. Hopper than previous seasons. This this one's much more about, you've got like, it's, it's, not, it's not a big, like, it's a, it's a cluster thing. You know, they break off into little groups the, and sort right, of spend like, the like, entire uh, season there. Yeah, they they Dustin does not reunite with the group at all. At, at any point. Until, yeah, like, once the, they so well, ha- hang on, hang on. Listener, listener, you with your headphones on right now listening to this show. If you have not seen season three of Stranger Things, press pause. Go watch it. The whole thing. The whole thing. It's like eight hours long. Go watch it. There's a mid-credit scene. Go watch yeah, the whole thing. It. Okay, you back? We good? We good? We good? Okay, we're gonna spoil the ever-loving shirt out of this. We've got eight episodes to cover and two hours to do it. We're gonna spoil the crap out of this TV show. Can I tell you, uh, so I know Hopper dies, right? I mean, not really, but like... Yeah, definitely does not die. A hundred percent. But that's the is yeah. That's, that's the, the story that's the, they want you to buy. That's the working theory. Yeah, that's they want you to take away from it. Season eight, I was I was actually taken out of it for a moment at how much episode they were eight. setting up episode eight. How much they were setting up the death of Joyce Byers. You think so? Oh yeah, she's sitting there. So you see, uh, like knock off Arnold Schwarzenegger be like a mid. Oh yes, yeah. right. And then she has this entire scene with her back turned to an open room where she's actually asking Hopper out on a date. I was ready for her to get shot and killed in that scene. I was ready. Yeah, no, but they'd already done the whole, like, somebody had already got shot and killed. You know, we lost to Lexi, which oh, was dude, not the okay. Amount of, which was not okay. Oh, we stand. We stand for sure. Uh, the amount of... Th- this, this show has a very formulaic deus ex machina fight scene that it uses every single time. Well, yeah. I mean, you're dealing with, like, kids with superpowers. Right. You're dealing with one kid with superpower. One kid with superpowers. Well, she wasn't even the thing that did it this time. Oh, no. It's every episode there's a moment where she, where somebody shows up. Like, like in the last episode, right, Nancy's about to get hit, and uh, Steve shows Freaking up with the Steve convertible. Freaking Steve in the convertible. Steve shows up in the convertible, and not, oh, by the way, I'm still out here looking for that redemption arc everybody's been talking about, Billy. I mean, he he, he fights off the Mind Flayer. That's what they're talking about. He, like, holds the Mind Flayer for a moment. Right, but you see, you can see that he, he fights the thing. He gives up. I mean, he doesn't give up. He, he, he like, overpowers the Mind Flayer's flaying. That's not how flaying works, but whatever. I mean... I mean, if Billy was, if Billy's mind was flayed from his body, it would not, there'd be, it would not be attached anymore. Correct. I'm not here to take issue with the word flaying, but I sort of am. But the point is, like, every episode, so there's the, that scene that happens, and then there's the scene in the hospital where, like, you know, Nancy and, and Jonathan are, like, literally about to die, and then bing, bang, boom, Eleven's here, yay, Eleven! And she wrecks that, that happens a face. lot. <laughs> that thing, that situation happens a lot. Yeah, every time, and I, it, it, but the thing is, it never gets old. It, oh, it got old for me about the because I was, I was, I watched season two and then season three back to back. Back. I to watched back season to back one, to back. two, and three back to back. It never got old. Dang. Can I tell you something, Ethan? 
Yeah. As much as I love season three, season two is better. It's not, actually. Season two is the worst. Mm, Out of the I three of them so far, it is. It, it is the worst. No, it I is think the, you It is the be... least satisfying. It is the second best rated. Mm, I believe it. That's That's probably how it's going to go. I feel like that's they usually how TV shows go. Or they just start good and then get bad. I mean, they. This is the thing. This is the thing. Okay, they start. They don't start necessarily good and get worse. They start contained. Like they start yeah, and they work within a set of parameters. Than season one. Right, but like, but season one is always is usually always perfect because it's it's a whole arc. You don't know if there's going to be season two. You, you you lay it out on the table. And then season two is sort of always a recovery move. Well, that was my problem with season three. Like, I don't think they knew it was going to be the phenomenon that it was going into season two. But with season three, they were like, uh, the closing the gate thing just didn't work. Well, that was it after season one as well. No, because the Mind Flayer wasn't there. The Demogorgon was there in season one. Yeah, the Demogorgon was there and then it got killed, but like gate was still open. Right. But I don't remember how season one ends, so I don't know. But I, I watched season two and I was like, holy crap, this is the best shirt I've ever seen. I, I prefer season three. I, I do. Um, season season one or season two was a it's it's nine episodes, which is honestly just a little bit too long. Yeah, I, I, I prefer I'm an eight episode guy. If you're going to ask me to watch 24 hours of television, it needs to be in 24 episodes. But this was 25 episodes and 25 hours. Well, it's change. 25 episodes because if you watch one per week between next 4th of July and next Christmas, you get to the new episodes debuting at Christmas. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Do you think it'll be, do you think we are we are destined for a Christmas special, like annual Stranger Things Christmas special, or do you think we're destined for no, a season No, I think season four, I think season four will be released Christmas Day 2020. So you don't imagine like 2040, Gaten Matarezzo is playing Hopper. <laughs> No, I I don't I don't think so. And it's just like, hey, good, I don't have any teeth. There, they, they've said there will definitely be a season four. There might be a season five. I I don't think there will be a season five. I think they're gonna give us one more. It'll either be Christmas Day twenty twenty or Christmas Day twenty twenty one. That's the only With this show. I feel like option. I don't I don't allow them to take that much time. Like if they did this Christmas, that would be that would be way too fast. But if they do next Christmas, I'm okay with that. But the kids will grow up. Well, they took that much time between the last two. It was too long. I, I agree. But I mean, I don't think that. I, I don't know. Like I said, I think I think next Christmas. I really do. I think it'll be. I think it'll be Christmas Day, 2020, and then then we'll get season four, and I think that'll be it. Uh, Listen, Ethan. And I really hope. I really hope that's it. I cannot see them sustaining this much longer than one more season without ruining it. I think we'll run into a problem where uh, Millie Bobby Brown gets too old. And then there will be certain male fans who get very weird. I don't want to go down that road because it's already there. That's super weird. Yeah, no, it's uncomfortable. It's it's between, it's him, not him, it's her, and it's Finn Wolfhard. These, the people are just uncomfortably obsessed with. Like Mike? Yeah, like Mike. I hate Mike. People I just like- wanna, Okay, I want to make this clear. I want to make this clear, ye listener. You can come at me all you want. You can at me on Twitter. I do not like Mike Wheeler. Do you like Nancy? I love Nancy. Do you like their cheating mom? No. I don't care about their parents. I don't care about their family. I definitely don't care about their baby sister. I didn't feel like... I I feel like season one did a good job of the dynamic between uh, Nancy and Mike. I feel like since then, it has been like, okay, these are both teenagers who exist in this world. Right. They, but I, I don't they, get they their dynamic. They are not siblings. 
Right. I mean, they're not siblings any more than Jonathan and Will are siblings in this one. No, but like season two, Jonathan and Will are tight. Yeah. I mean, Will's not even in this season. What are you talking about? Will's in this season the whole time. Uh, yeah, but he doesn't do anything or say anything important. He's got the like Spidey sense and the D&D desire, which, like, same, fam. I mean, yeah, What I, I feel would that. give to be Will and have a Spidey sense and a desire to play D&D all the time. I mean, Will, that's the thing, is Will, Will Byers is every teenage boy at some point. How so? Where like, where like every every guy, and this may not have been true for you specifically, Tyler, but like every every teenage boy goes through that period where like the friends have girlfriends and you don't. I don't know what that's like. Yeah, I, I know you don't. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just like even even for however brief a time, it's just like what what no, do I, I, I get do? it. Will Will was single for like a week while everybody else. What happened to that girl Will danced with at the at the uh, at the Demogorgon Ball? I, what? I don't remember that. Was that the end of season two? Will like is just sitting there and this girl shows up and she's like, Hey zombie boy, wanna dance? Yo, I've watched a like, lot yeah, of stranger fam. things in the past two weeks, so <laughs> I don't know. This is the best show. Oh my god, I love it so much. Um also, Winona Ryder's my new mom. I still love my mom, and she doesn't you, have to go anywhere. You keep saying that about literally every character. What does that even but mean? But Winona, Winona Ryder's also my mom. Th- this was this was the series, this was the season of them being bad parents. Hopper was a great parent. Yeah, and he died. Do I have to read the speech to you? What'd you say? Do I have to read Hopper's speech no, to you? No, you do not have to read Hopper's speech to me. But, like, I love the fact that this takes place... Like in the last episode, this 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 cracked me up. I love the fact that this takes place during summer because you can tell the writers were just like, we are really tired of riding around school and freaking Halloween. Yeah, and this whole adventure takes place in like like thirty six hours. Yeah, it's all about the Fourth of July, right? And they have no nobody has any idea where their kids are because Karen Wheeler or whatever her name is Karen Karen is it Karen? Yeah, she'd be a Karen. Nancy's mom, Mike's mom, I guess. Um, it's just like, ah, oh, man, you know, they were at Lucas's and then they were at Dustin's and, you know, summer. And Joyce is just like, I mean, they're getting eaten by the Mind Flayer, but totally get you, totally get you, care. I got it. You right. Yeah, Karen was busy trying to cheat on her husband with a teenager. I mean, he's a, he's a, like, he's 18. Whatever, man. I mean, I, I, I did actually write pedophile. notes for the first, like, four episodes, and I think all of my notes were about how creepy that was. Yeah, I don't, like, I don't mean to alarm you, but she is the same age as her daughter. What? No, he is the same age as her daughter. Yeah, that's what I said, no, obviously. Said she. Listen, Ethan, I didn't come here to argue. I came here to chew bubblegum and talk about how this woman is a criminal, Cara Buono. Yeah, I mean, it was it was definitely weird. It was definitely weird. For sure. And uh, Billy's mustache, terrifying. Don't get it. Don't understand it. Don't know why he still has it. Daker? Yeah, Daker. He still has that mustache. Just like here's the thing. Just like living life with that mustache. How do you how do you watch this show as a man with facial hair, which both of you and I are? See the kind of mustache that David Harbor can grow, and even freaking bother anymore? Uh, because we're in our twenties, and we're not in acceptable mustache territory yet. That guy has a like, mustache. On your 40th birthday, you're allowed to to go mustache. I can't do what that guy did. Yeah, yeah you will when you're 40. Uh-uh, he's got a lot more upper lip than I've got. I mean, that's fair. That guy was Hellboy. <sighs> I'm not sure he wants to remember that <laughs> yeah, one. I was going to say, not sure he wants to remember that one. I mean, he'll, like, dead or not, he'll forever be Jim Hopper. Like, oh yeah, this dude was nobody. Like earlier this year, I went and watched the newsroom from 2012 HBO, and he's like yeah. the backup anchor in that. And I'm like, 
who? Oh, it's Hopper. Because he didn't have a mustache. Hopper. And I'm, like, I'm like, oh, man. That's David He's in Harbor. Suicide Squad, too. Is he really? As Dexter Tolove. Mm, I don't know. You made that up. No, I, di- I didn't. That's you the problem. You made that up. He is credited below Ike Barinholtz. I don't know who that is either. Yeah, you know but, who Ike Barinholtz you know, is. You know, can we talk about something, though, man? Can we talk about something? Yeah, I got you. What's up? Russians. Oh, what a freak. This is one of those things, like the Cold War being in the 80s is one of those things that me in my 20s, in the late 20 teens, I I don't It's wild, get. man. Like, I do, like, we had an enemy of the state that serious. Ever since 2001, it's been a different enemy of the state, man. Okay, I just can't think well, of- Well, the Soviet Union collapsed basically right before we were born. Right. So like we never we never lived through the Berlin Wall, but like all right. of our parents were there for it. Right. Right. Like it was an incredibly real reality for them. It may as well not have happened for us. Right. We living just in the continent of the United States where that wasn't a problem. Like there are not there are not remnants of the Cold War. There's not like monuments. Like we live we live 20 miles from the D-Day Memorial for the whole world. Like there's not, they don't make statues for the Cold War. Do they? Is there Cold War statues? They don't. I just said they don't. I'm gonna look it up because I don't want to get this wrong and have somebody be like, actually, my town's famous for the. I mean, I'm sure there are. I'm sure there are. (laughs) There are. Uh, hold on. There is not their own Wikipedia page for Cold War statues. Like there, the largest remaining sections of the Berlin Wall are in a museum in D.C. Would you pee on the Berlin Wall? No. It's in a museum. But if it wasn't, like if it was just like a thing, would you pee on it? No. What? Okay. I don't know. Shoot. It's just a I wall. don't make a habit of just like peeing on things in public. <laughs> like, <laughs> no. Even monuments That's a crime. and stuff. Like, I, I don't know. Even monuments and stuff. <laughs> but the, the Russians, man. It, it, even from the beginning, I didn't realize because that, that first sequence where they blew 75% of the special effects budget for the entire show. On that first sequence of them like reopening the gate, I was just like, "Man, this looks an awful like a awful lot like Chernobyl that I just watched." And they started speaking Russian, and I was like, "Oh man, this is a lot oh, like man. Chernobyl that I just the watched." The guy was right because I didn't think we were ever going to see. I, I still don't even know his name. The the scientist guy, no. which scientist guy? The American scientist guy that speaks Russian, the guy who drinks vodka. Oh yeah, yeah, I yeah. I still yeah, yeah, don't yeah, know yeah. his name. I don't know. Not but Alexi. I never, like, after season two, I was like, we're never going to see that guy again. And I didn't think we would. And then the Russians come in. I'm like, oh, man, that guy was so right about the Russians. I think that's where this show kind of loses me is when they're like, the conspiracy theories are real. And they even had to, like, throw that in on the on the bottom of the last episode where they were like, the conspiracy of the Hopkins, Indiana, whatever it's called. Oh, I, the little newscast thing. I loved that. Oh, I thought it was hilarious. Yeah. I just thought it was funny. I love the uh, the props they use for this show. Everything feels very in era for somebody who didn't live in the 1980s. For sure. Yeah. It might be completely incorrect. And honestly, honestly, it looks a little bit too much. And I think that Stranger Things has definitely had something to do with this. But like the 80s is coming around a little bit more than I'm willing to let it. Who's going to stop it, Ethan? How are you going to stop the 80s from coming back? I don't back? know. I just can can hope that, like, because what I don't want, what I don't want is the 90s again. Oh, it's happening. Like, I don't want Jinko jeans. Here's what I don't want about the 90s. I, I don't know want Emo's up, like, back. Like, oh, Emo's in, Ethan. No, it's not. Oh, yeah. Not, there not are like kids it was in 2004. 
There are kids who were not alive in 2004 who live on those albums in 2019. It has nothing to to do with the music. The music's fine. Like, whatever. There was good music in the 80s. There's good music in the 90s. There's good music in the late 2000s. No, you gotta be careful what you say about the 90s. There was not good music in the 90s. There was. There was good music in the 90s. No, man. We're gonna be stuck with Kryptonite and All Star by Smash Mouth. You don't want this. No, I don't want that music. I don't, hey, hey, listen. I don't want that 90s music to come around, but there was good music in the 90s. Like, Name a good 90s song. That's not by Tupac. Anything from Matchbox 20. They're still playing. It doesn't count. Yeah, but there was those songs are from the 90s. I'm okay with Matchbox 20 coming around. I don't know. I was... Uh, look, he, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I must be lonely. 90s music, for the most part, doesn't sound like anything. Like, we had... Sounds we had, like garbage. What do you... No, like... Hey, now. You're an all-star. Get the game on. Go play. Okay, first of all. First of all, that song smacks. Okay. God, you're part of the problem. I'm not part of the problem. I don't sit around listening to Smash Mouth by All Star, but I'm not going to sit around and pretend like I never liked it. I'm not going to be oh, that I'm person. I'm not going to pretend I, I didn't, refuse to be that person. I'm going to pretend I never liked it, but I'm going to I'm going to acknowledge that I did once like it and then now have come to my senses because it's garbage. Yeah, but like Smash Mouth had good songs. Well, me walking on the sun. Wow. That's a good song. Their cover of I'm a Believer is way better than the original. It's from Shrek, but Shrek slaps too. <laughs> Shrek is above average. Shrek's a good movie. Yeah, Shrek ain't bad. Anyway, but there's not like a, there's not, for the most part, there's not like a 90s music sound. And we had good enough recording fidelity in the 90s that like it, stuff can pass for whenever it wanted to. So like, it's like, know, you, you know, you hear songs from the 80s. You hear a song from the 80s, especially the early 80s, and you're like, that's an 80s song. 100%. Same with the 60s, same with the 70s. Anyway, we're not here to talk about the 90s. We're here to talk about the 80s. We're here to talk about the days when arcades still happened. When, when like, a new mall came out of nowhere. That was a real problem. They would just show up, dude. We're done building. But that's the thing is, in 2019, we're done building malls. Oh, they've all been made, and now they're dying. Right. They're going the other way. Like, nobody wants to go to a mall. They want to go to an open-air, like, city center area. With individual we have a mall shops, in town where Ethan and I live, where in our lifetimes, our actual lifetimes, we would spend hours every day in this building. But we've watched going to the so, same stores. So since yeah, since we were since you and I have been born, we've watched them all die, and we've watched them all almost die, and no new malls have gotten built. Correct. Like we still, although one of the malls that almost died is now being rebuilt. Which one? Tang- Tanglewood. It's being rebuilt. Yeah, you don't know about this. No. Uh, they're tearing it down. Why would I know about this? Like a like a Tanger Outlet type place. Oh no, you've been saying that for like three years now. Yeah, it takes time, man. And they're making absolutely involved. no progress on it. Well, it's occasionally a good news story. It brings ratings in. Whatever. I don't think it's gonna happen. I uh, believe anyway, it when I see like, it. We're done building malls. Like malls are over. Yeah, malls suck. They do. And it's I hate not going because to the mall. I don't like. It's not because I don't like people. I love people. I love people watching. I love talking to the vendors. I love the whole process. Malls suck. Because malls suck. I don't want to carry around bags of stuff. I can just buy that stuff on Amazon. No, I'm still a proponent of buying stuff in stores. I'm a big believer in buying stuff in stores, but it's not like I'm supporting small business going to freaking American Eagle to get my jeans. No, that's not what I'm saying. But like, I I do not, if I want something, I do not want to wait two days for it. And granted, I mean, this is not a non-issue in places where they have the Amazon Prime X now, where it's like, we brought it to you before you even thought about it. Like, right. But we still yeah, live in next- a, we still live in a primarily two day shipping place. Yeah, and so for the most part, like if I if I want to buy something and like I could get it on Amazon in two days or I could get it at Best Buy in fifteen minutes, I'm gonna go to Best Buy. But what if you're like me and you work? 
I did that when I worked. Yeah, I just went to Best Buy, dude. It takes five minutes. It's really close for me. I'm a lot closer to Best Buy than you are. I am a lot closer to Best Buy than you you're are. You're not close, but you hang on. You're not closer to Best Buy than I was to Best Buy in Newport News. I'm pretty close if I'm at work. If you're at work, yeah. But either way, like I was never, actually both when I was at work and when I was at home, I was never more than like a mile and a half from a Best Buy. You know what's crazy about Best Buy is I go in there when I'm just browsing for stuff and they have zero objects that I want. Zero. I don't need tech unless I know what tech I want. Yeah, I've never gone in there and browsed. I mean, occasionally we'd go in there and we'd be like, oh, let's see what deals they've got. But the problem is I have every piece of tech I need. Like I've got, I need. So I've got like the dual monitors and I've got the big TV and I've got the nice headphones and I've got the microphone that I wanted. And I've got, I've got a really nice desk chair and I have a chair that I sit in because my desk chair is too big. And then, you know, I have updated appliances. There's nothing I need at Best Buy. Right. At this point, I'm at Best Buy to replace something. Right. Or to buy an accessory. Right. An like, accessory that I've already researched I have, or am okay with trusting the Best Buy. I have with. decided that I need another battery for my camera. I'm going to just go to Best Buy and buy it and bring it home. Ethan, on the topic of cameras, I have a problem. Did you break my camera? No. Then you don't have I a broke, problem. I broke my artistic... I broke my eye. Your what? My eye. What does that even mean? I can't film anything. Nothing is good enough to be filmed, and it is driving me crazy. Okay. I don't know how to help you with this. I'm I not sure what your... you're asking. So here's the thing. Baby on the way. Yeah. What do you film, man? What 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 memories is my 18-year-old daughter going to care about? I don't know. Just film everything and figure it out later. See, but I, I think about Tyler in the booth too much. And I think about, like, am I going to want to watch all of this crappy footage I took? Yes, no, you are. I'm not. You are. But that's the thing is, you are going to want to watch it. But I always try to make, like, some artistic statement with it. I do that. I get, oh, I'm so mad at myself for this. If I ever post a vlog again, and I will, dear listener, I will post videos more for me, less for you, but I'm still going to post them. I do this thing where I'm like, I'm going to go do a cool thing. Time lapse time. And then I time lapse something that has no business being time lapsed. Just stop, you know, create by limitations. Stop time lapsing entirely. Well, you've just taken the camera away altogether. I need to tell the entire story via only time lapse. No, no, that's wrong and terrible and awful. You know what bothers me more than anything about my time lapse problem? I'll tell you, the only time you should be time lapsing is if you're driving and you need four seconds of B-roll or you're building something. Do you know what bothers me about that? But those are the only interesting things I do. Like, I feel like my problem is- You don't is build I anything. Up, I build all sorts of stuff. You built a table once and you didn't film it. And I built a crib and I built a dresser and I built okay, a so chair. Okay, so why did you not time-lapse those things? I time-lapsed the, the crib and it was blurry. Yeah, that's your fault. Well, I can't see the, the iPhone camera when it's up on top of the fan. RVA. It, yeah, but you have a you have my camera that time lapses. That's true, but at that particular moment, it was dead, and I needed to do it then. Mm. I was see. Here's, I there's just, your like eighth problem. <laughs> this is not. We are wasting valuable Stranger Things time. Oh my god, dude! Stranger Things is the best fucking yeah. show. We started talking about the 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 nineties, and I have like a list here of like the best violent femmes songs. So we need to get back to Stranger Things. <laughs> <laughs> Before I start talking about what a great song Blister in the Sun is. Blister in the Sun is a great song. I never get tired of it. I never get tired of it. It's the weirdest song ever. The dude's just like, I am so shy. I'm just like, dude, do it again, man. Give me that. I haven't listened to this song in a minute. Now you've got me queuing it up. Let me go out 
like I blister in the sun. Let me go out. I, I'm like, I love it, dude. I have no idea why. I cannot explain That's it to you. That's your number one Violent Femmes song? If that is not your number one Violent Femmes song, you know too much about the Violent Femmes or you're <laughs> lying. <laughs> you're not a big Add It Up guy? I, I know the song Add It Up. <laughs> but you know I don't know the song And I know up. that you don't know the song Add It Up. <laughs> So I listen to the podcast, I only listen to the Mountain Goats, right? Which is a yeah. podcast where John Darnielle of the Mountain Goats talks with Joseph Fake of Night Vale about Mountain Goats songs. And the other day I was listening to I only t- listened to the Mountain Goats, and John Darnielle was talking about his love for the first Violent Femmes record, specifically the song Added Up. And I was sitting there in 2019 listening to a 51-year-old man talk about this, and I was like, shut up. Like, this is a songwriter who I admire for his lyrics, and I'm like, dude, you're such a pretentious douche. Shut up. Admit it. Despite your pseudo-bohemian appearance and vaguely leftist doctrine of beliefs, you know nothing about art or sex. I could, I could, I could do the whole thing. Do you want me to do the whole thing? I don't. Okay. I Although I am a firm, and this we'll get right back to Stranger Things after this, I swear to God. I'm a firm believer in a solid intro track to an album like a song that was designed to go first like you didn't just pick a first song later it's like you built this song to go first and i think one of my favorites is the song belt off is a real boy in which it's like a like an eminem style skit of max bemis trying to figure out how to say the line at the beginning of that song where he's just like the album begin no no the album begins with a song hold on the album begins with a song rebellion and the producer's like, hang on, is that it? Just say it. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, and the album begins with a song of rebellion. And then the music kicks in, and I'm just like, oh, man, that's so that's so 2006, but it's amazing. Do you know who's got a good intro track um, while we're on the topic of music that I'm okay with coming back around? Listen, I know that I'm a 90s kid because I grew up in 90. I was born in 92, and I was eight <laughs> at the new millennium, making me a 90s child. But the more important era is your 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 formative years, Ethan. You're eight to eighteen. I'm so ready for a fever you can't sweat out to be popular again. It I'm has never gone away. It has not at any point in history gone away. No, since the day Ethan, it was there released. Was an era. No, Tyler, since the day it was released, it has never gone away. Ethan, I know you think it's never gone away, but people didn't listen to vices. So between two thousand eight and two thousand thirteen, there was no new panic. That's the thing. That's what you need to know. That was five years. People people, people dropped off. But can you imagine walking into the studio on the first day with Panic at the Disco and them debuting their first album with Introduction? Um, that is, I think you have a fundamental misunderstanding of how albums get recorded. Well, obviously, Ethan, I, I know can, that this I can 100% tell you that the last song that was recorded was Introduction. You think so? I mean, I, you know, I don't want to put money on it. But I, I would be willing to bet the fact that it samples other songs on the album. That yeah, I would, I would doesn't... almost assuredly tell you that's the last <laughs> song they did, as well as the last song they did on Pretty Odd was uh, "I've Got Friends in Holy Spaces," the like ukulele one. Why would that be the last song? I just think it was. I think it was like they. God, Pretty Odd. That's a freaking I th- album. I actually, I don't know that it was the last one recorded on the album, but that was a song that was recorded like by mistake. That was the that was Britton Yuri like warming up and like playing some nonsense ukulele stuff to himself, and the producer are just hitting record and being like okay do that again and then they dropped in some some horns well no i mean i think they probably created a song out of it but it was one of those moments where it's like hold on, what what was that do that again he's like you remind me of a former love that i once knew Ethan, i have a question is there a way i would trade everything 2013 and on from panic at the disco for a world where everything with 2013 on panic at the disco didn't exist 
I, that's not how that works. I just I don't. That's want, a weird trade. Like, You're just saying you want all of the new music to not exist. It's exactly what I want. Yeah. And here's the thing. I don't dislike the new music. There's some there's some bangers. I refuse to listen to the newest album. I just as don't do have I. time, man. Yeah, as as do I. Uh, I refuse to listen. Uh but like if you could just give me panic songs where the title doesn't make sense, I will even sacrifice my long lost favorite vices and virtues. Yeah, I was gonna say you're gonna have to give me vices if you're gonna take Death of a Bachelor away from me. I I'll do it. I'll make that trade if the world only has fever and pretty odd. I'll do it. I'll honest I'll I'll go in, I'll make that deal. I mean look. The world would be a better place. I, you just have to I go know. back into the... Okay, you have to build a time machine. You have to go back in 2009, and you have to find Ryan Ross the day before he gets in whatever argument leads him to quit the band and bringing John with him. Can you imagine if that happened, though? We would we would come back to a world no, with but see, this more is the problem. confusing this is the problem. song titles. This is the problem, because you, you, keep, you keep Ryan and John in the band, and Spencer dies. Because of drugs. Because of drugs, yeah. Because he doesn't get out, he doesn't stop touring. Okay, we don't want that. That's that is thing. not That's what we That's the thing, want. though, is like, the trajectory for, the trajectory Panic of the Disco took may not have been the best thing for the music the way we wanted it, but it was the best thing for the band as a whole. But what if I just go in and in 2009, I sell their record, or their, their like, I buy their label, because prior to that, I went to 2004 and bet it all in the socks, and then in 2009, I... I have money and I buy their label and I just say, okay. here's a million dollars a year all, for each of you of all, until you die. <laughs> roll this back. You're buying that label from Pete Wentz. I'm buying it from Pete You're Wentz. You're buying it from Pete Wentz who's not going to sell it to you. I will buy it from Pete Wentz. And here's the deal. I, I give because each I member Panic at the Disco. I guarantee you there was a conversation with like Interscope or one of those huge labels that was like, we want to buy Decadence. And Pete Wentz was like, no. Who's Decadence? That's Pete Wentz's record label. Oh, 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 oh. But I bet it all in the socks, Ethan. So I've got the money. Right. And but the, now, and the but deal now here's the thing. Now he's got 21 pilots. I don't want 21 pilots. I would rather a world without. No, it. but Pete Wentz's wallet wants 21 pilots, and that's a lie because their last two records were really good before Trench. We need to talk about Stranger Things. <laughs> we can do a bonus content on mid 2000s music, literally anytime you want. Okay, we could talk. Sorry, late 2000s music. I could sit Do here and talk for 45 minutes about the importance of Paramore's Riot, an album I hated in 2008. Oh, in 2008, we were straight up wrong about Paramore. We were straight up wrong about Paramore. Yeah, straight up. I did not like Paramore back then. That was a that was a pride thing. I don't even know what thing it was. I just knew that I, I knew that I didn't like Misery Business, and that just ruined it for me. But now, anytime Misery Business comes on, I'm like, this song is amazing. Haley Williams is my mom. Oh my god, you can't keep saying everyone is your mom. <laughs> Natalia Dyer is your mom. Winona Ryder is your mom. Haley Williams is your mom. Everyone's my mom. I maintain, I want a, a movie starring Joe Keery about Ben Schwartz. I know you think you're like the first person to think of this. I don't think I'm the first person to think of it. I just want it to happen. Okay, so you're in on it. I, I understand that, that I'm not the first person to think of this. I am just imagining like Joe Keery playing Ben Schwartz pray, playing John Ralphio Saperstein. The worst. She's the worst. No, for real though, she's the worst. No, seriously, she's the worst person. Don't talk to her. All right, so Stranger Things. So Steve, Steve, I almost said Steve Carlsberg. Let's go through some characters, Ethan. Stranger Things three. Uh, I mean, this, here's the thing. Here's the thing. This TV show has me a hundred percent sold to the point where I cried when a character died who never spoke a word of English. 
Oh, I didn't care about Alexi's death. Oh, man, it was, uh, God. Just, when he gets shot, he's holding Woody the woodpecker. Because <laughs> those two, those two, the scientist guy whose name I still still have yet to figure out. I opened IMDb, closed it, didn't figure it out. Him and Alexi, just, that killed me. They did have a good friendship thing going. I think I missed the moment where they were like, we like Alexi. It was from the beginning. Like as soon as as soon as Alexi gets captured, and he's sitting there in the Cadillac with the Slurpee. So you're a fan of Cadillac Slurpee, Alexi? I'm I am a fan of Alexi in general. I thought he was Ansel Elgort for a minute, for like no, a, he wouldn't do like a, show a like second. This. I was very confused, but I did like Alexi from the beginning. So I was sad when he died, man. It was hard when he gets killed by the wannabe Terminator. That dude. He was good. He was good, man. I would watch I, a, I would watch an Arnold Schwarzenegger biopic starring that guy. I'd watch a Terminator remake starring that guy. No, no, I would not watch any more Terminator movies whatsoever at all, any remakes or anything. Yeah, you're not a fan. There's you're a new a Terminator coming out in like a month, I think, sometime shortly. And literally the first thing that happens in the trailer is Sarah Connor just noob tubes somebody. She what? She with the grenade launcher. <laughs> Why did you call it? Noob Tube. I've never heard that. Because you didn't play Call of Duty. Yeah, Call of Duty sucked. Halo 3 until I die. If there's other versions of this argument, I don't want to hear them. There's not other versions of this argument. It's just a thing that happened. It is a thing that happened that you did not participate in. You're exactly right. I did not. So I said that and people got that. That was the thing. That was a thing that people just understood. Maybe not everybody. That's the thing that people understood. Nuke tube. Noob tube. Noob tube. N O O B. Sorry, N zero zero B T U B. T zero zero B. Yeah. Noob okay. tube. Because you get a grenade launcher attachment for the bottom of one of the weapons in I think Modern Warfare two. Maybe one. Not positive. And it would just, just allowed you to wreck face. And literally, that's the beginning of the trailer. Sarah Connor like hops out of the car and it's just like, I'm old now, and just blasts his dude in the face with a grenade launcher. And obviously, he does nothing because he's a Terminator. <laughs> I hate this, these movies. <laughs> they have to like put him in a trash compactor in the first one. Yeah, they had to like squish him. But like the first one was good, the second one was good. They had Schwarzenegger, and now they've got Schwarzenegger again. But it's like it was supposed to be like a reveal that like, oh man, Arnold's still in this one. But they put it in the trailer. Oh yeah, his contract said, yeah, I'll do this so long as I'm in the trailer. So let's talk about characters. Let's talk about let's talk about the kids, okay? All right. I, I, I in the first season, I did not love Lucas. I sort of didn't get why he was there. All right. Like he was definitely Go on. he was definitely like the third man in this because it's like a hangover scheme, right? It's like it's like you know you got the three guys and then there's Will and they're looking for Will and they finally get Will back. It's it's exactly the same plot as the Hangover. Yeah, it's basically the Hangover. Uh, and so you like you've got your Zach Galifianakis in Dustin in Dustin. And you've got your Ed Helms in in Mike. But then, like, you love Bradley Cooper in The Hangover. But, like, I didn't love Lucas playing, like, the normal guy. Hold on. We got four kids here and almost definitely four Hogwarts houses. Who's in what house? Mike's a Gryffindor. <sighs> Mike is such a birch, though. That's what makes him such a Gryffindor. God. So's Neville, Ethan. No, he's not. No, Mike, Mike, all he has is leadership. And it's not valuable leadership. It's reckless <laughs> it's leadership. bad leadership. It, which makes him a Gryffindor. 
And then Will. Will's a Ravenclaw. You think Will's a Ravenclaw? Yeah, just because he's like, he didn't do anything. He does want to play a lot of D&D. He does want to play a lot of D&D. Huge <laughs> nerd. But like, not like a useful nerd. Like, Dustin's like a useful nerd. Yeah, Dustin's like, Avogadro's and he's loyal, man. constant he's, Dustin's a puff. You think Dustin's the puff? Dustin's the that puff. Makes, that makes Lucas the Slytherin. Lucas is definitely the Slytherin. Why do you think? Because he's got a weapon. Yeah, Lucas is just, Lucas is like the normal one. You think Lucas is the normal one? Lucas is definitely the normal one. Lucas has a girlfriend. See, this is my thing. This is my thing. This whole time, the show has been trying to sell me that your main characters in this show are Joyce Byers and Mike Wheeler. And I've never at any point bought it. I think they get away from that here in season three i agree because it didn't work in season two the yeah, mike wheeler thing like, specifically didn't work in season two yeah the, the mike takes a huge back seat this time around right he is reduced to like being 11's boyfriend right whereas being lucas hopper hates yeah lucas is great dustin's great but dustin's on a whole different team like dustin is no longer part of the team we have a team now that is will and 11 and lucas and max and mike yeah love max love lucas love their dynamic that shopping montage was everything where, when they're when where? they're all at the mall together but like they're not like will and lucas are at the mall trying to figure out a present a present for l and and max and 11 are at the mall like going how on a shopping you, spree how hard do you relate to being 13 and not being able to afford the thing you want to buy at the mall you're pretty hard yeah yeah i Definitely. remember we went and to i the don't mall. know how like i don't know how 11 who isn't even like a citizen <laughs> right and she's max, an experiment yeah, l who is in who is a science experiment and max who's an orphan max isn't an orphan yeah she is no they don't she doesn't have parents her parents she has a stepdad and a mom. Who are neither of them around. She lives in Hawkins with Billy. They both live there. They all live there. They all move to Hawkins. She does not have parents at any point in this show. Yes, she does, because the dad threatens Billy. He does? Yeah, in season two. I don't remember this at all. He calls Billy a birch. Does he? Yeah. Oh. Well, whatever. How do they have money to, like... Go buy outfits. I'm certain that Max's family from California can over afford Hawkins, Indiana. Yeah, Hopper has like three houses on a cop salary. Right. <laughs> like he just keeps getting like, because he, he, he starts in the trailer by the lake, right? Right. And then in season two, he's got like a woodland cabin. Right. And then here in season three, they have like a house. Yeah, they're in like a, a residence. Yeah. I, I tell Something tells me property values in Hawkins, pretty low. Pretty low. And, but it's still like it's a major. And this is before the bubble, Ethan. It's a major sticking point, though. Is the It's not before the bubble. You seen Aaron Brockovich? The bubble was 08. Yeah, but the bubble was building. Right, building because anybody could buy whatever they wanted. I don't know how the I don't I I watched the Big Short and came out more confused than I went in. The Big Short here's 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 what Margot Robbie explained in the Big Did Short. Did you just glitch? <laughs> here's what happened. Like, Is in in 2007, if you had subprime credit, you could go to any bank and be like, "I would like one house, please." And they would be like, "Done. We won't collect for 6 months." And then you have six months of back payments before we come try to repossess the home. But if you're in the home, we can't take it. Roughly. Right. So Aaron Brockovich, again. Right. I've never seen Aaron Brockovich, but I've seen the big short. Uh, they're like, they're like two, they're the same, they're like two halves of the same side of one story. Wasn't Aaron Brockovich in like the 80s? Yeah. Well, Hopper must have bought these houses before then. I guess, I don't know. Hopper's got... Dumb houses all over the place. He's also the sheriff, the chief of police. The chief of police. Ethan. He's not the sheriff. He's not the sheriff. He's the chief of police. He works for the town, not yes. or the city, not the county. He's not elected. Yeah, he's not elected. I don't know if they they elect their sheriffs in uh Indiana. I don't know. 
what a sheriff does in Virginia. It cannot pull you over for speed. I know that speeding. I see cars all the time, and I do not know. I know that they guard the jail, but I do not know what the Roanoke County Sheriff's Department does. So here's the thing. Police chief today in Indiana, up to $117,000 a year. I don't think that that is true for a town <laughs> the size of Hawkins. <laughs> I just took a train through Indiana, and I will tell you, Indiana is primarily empty. It's not as empty as North Dakota, but it's pretty empty. You think so? Yeah, there's a lot of, there's there's unfathomable amounts of nothing. That's where your nothing starts, okay? Because, like, we, we live, you know, in a small city, and you can be pretty pretty good out in the middle of nowhere pretty quickly around here, but, like, there is an unfathomable amount of nothing in the Midwest to somebody like you and me. So, are you, oh, let me give this straight. You recently went to California? I recently <laughs> went to Indiana, which is where Stranger Things takes place. And then you went to California, though. I did indeed go to California. Uh, did California, you see the Golden State Bridge? The Golden Gate Bridge. <laughs> Gold Gate Bridge? <laughs> yeah, I saw, the Golden, I saw Ridge. the Golden State Warriors playing basketball on the Gold Gate Bridge. <laughs> I got out of the car and Steph Curry came up. And said, welcome to California. Let me ask you a real question, Ethan. Did you consider for more than a few moments buying a white t-shirt that has the California state flag on it? Tell me honestly. Absolutely not. <laughs> okay, I'm proud of you. It's a good flag, okay? It's a good flag. I can think of no worse t-shirts. Yeah, that's accurate. Um, but it's a good it's a good flag. But it's not a good flag in the way that it would make a good t-shirt. Because it's a flag that has a word on it. Correct. A word that doesn't I have think boobies. The the flag of California. I wouldn't buy a Virginia flag T-shirt either. You you. I have a Virginia flag, like a running penny. I had a T-shirt with the pocket that was the Virginia flag. Yes, you did. You had shorts with the flag on them too, didn't you? No, I have shorts with the American flag. Mm, that's against flag code. Yeah, I know. I didn't know that then. But yeah, like I think the California flag is a good flag. Uh, and it but it violates. Roman Mars's five rules of flags. Um, of vexillology? Of vexillology, yeah. That's the word. I, I'm aware. Yeah. We're a podcast hosted by two white men. Our knowledge of vexillology is required. Yeah, I just didn't I didn't want to like use that word in case there are people that didn't know that word. I didn't just want to be like, our vexillological rules are broken here. Because it says California Republic, which is A, not true, and B, is words. Correct. The flag needs to be able to be drawn by children. Yeah. Have you watched that TED Talk? It's great. I'm, I'm pretty caught up on my vexillology. No, but just like watch Roman Mars' TED Talk about why flags are bad. Here's my thing. Go on. It's because it's Here's it's it's a, like it's an entire episode. <laughs> a, it's like visually representative, but it's an entire episode of uh, 99% Invisible, but it's like 11 minutes long. Have you listened to the early episodes that were like three minutes long? I have not. I do not believe in listening to podcasts. I do not believe in listening to nonfiction podcasts in front order. Okay, that's fine. Because I did that with Dear Hang of John, and those were bad. You know, early episodes of this show, not that They're good. They're not if that this great. Is your first episode of Bacon and Eggs. I am okay with you not listening to the Iron Man episode. Yeah, but still, every day people do it. I know. Blows my mind. The Iron Thanks Man episode listening. gets listened to every day. The Iron Man two episode does not. The Incredible Hulk episode <laughs> does not. But the Iron Man episode gets listened to every day. I think. <laughs> I can fact check that actually pretty quickly. Podbean, got an issue with you right now, you 
it gave us statistics back on our phones and then took them away again. I have the desktop version up right now. I do as well. That's the only version. All time. Uh, Unless I'm going to load. So, whatever. Ooh, we are one download shy on Book of Secrets. Shy of what? Thousand. Oh, cool. Uh, Iron Man. Iron Man has been downloaded every day for the last, uh, since June 17th. Yep. At least once. At least once. Anyway, uh, Stranger Things. So, so we got, we got groups of kids here. And I don't, like, I don't love the fact that Dustin was kind of isolated with Lucas's sister the whole time. What'd you think of Scoop Troop? I liked it when they got them back together, or when they got them together as as a whole unit. Like there was there was a lot of of just Dustin and Erica, 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 Erica. Erica yep, Erica. You can't spell America without Erica. Yeah, that's it. And there's a lot of of just uh, Steve and Robin, and like I like Steve and Robin together a lot more than I like Dustin and Erica together. I think they're setting you up for a future. I mean, like they had the Susie thing right, but that girl's never going to be on this show again. No, no chance. At least I hope not. She was annoying. Although, what, Ethan, tell me about coming back from summer camp with a girlfriend. Don't start. <laughs> I don't want to. No, we're not doing that here. I will. I will. Yeah, not happening. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> anyway, I like. I like Scoop Troop. I, stop it. You're just giving me more work. See, the thing was, is like, oh my God, I'm trying to talk about the show. Okay, okay. Oh, cool. Oh, cool. Oh, cool. The thing was, from the beginning, like, I had seen a couple things about the show on on the Twitterverse before I watched the show. So, like, I yeah. knew about Robin. I knew about- I knew the, Maya Hawk, yeah. Yeah, I knew about the You Suck, You Rule board. Yeah. Like, that's a, that's a great- that, That's, again, that's just a scene that was designed for, like, a gif. Oh, man. Anytime a character says an entire ridiculous line with their face on screen- I'm like, you did this for the freaking GIF, you idiots. Especially in this era where everybody is watching with subtitles. I have oh, never I, I have never felt more understood about the way I am watching Stranger Things when I go onto Twitter while I'm watching Stranger Things and see that hashtag squelching sound <laughs> is Do trending. Do you watch TV with subtitles? Absolutely. Is this new? No. Have you always done this? When I have Netflix, yeah. You watch TV with subtitles. Yes. This is mind-blowing. This Do is mind-flaying. Oh, God, no. What? Th no, that that's part of the screen. Now I can't see. Yeah, I absolutely watch TV with subtitles. What? I've done that ever since I was a kid. Like, I used to put the subtitles on the DVD. No, no, yeah. you haven't. Because I remember at least once in college, I had the subtitles on because we, we needed to watch something quiet. Or so some reason, I had subtitles on. You came in. And you, I know this happened. You came in and you were like, if you watch TV with subtitles, you're dead to me. I don't Th think like so. This, this really happened. I'm sure of it. Because there was a minute in my life where I was a subtitle guy. Well, I was wrong. I, I, I used to watch DVDs when I was a kid with subtitles. Um, and there was no way you were watching anything like with subtitles unless it was the brief period where you had your tiny television on the coffee table. <laughs> we had two TVs. Yeah, because we had a TV that had... That we would not have watched a movie on. No, because we had the TV you have now. At some point, yeah, for like a brief time, you were you worked at Brickhouse the whole time we had that television. I was making money. Or Enterprise, so you were like never home to watch TV when I was watching TV. 
I was I was doing good back then. Now, if Ladies you were watching, if you're watching TV with subtitles on your seven inch television, I might have said that because it would take up the whole screen. No, there was this certainly happened. I'm sure of it. Well, because I, I know there was a time where I believed in subtitles, where I said subtitles are the are the future. That's the well, way people I absolutely consume watch this. Stranger Things with subtitles, as does apparently everybody else who noticed how often they used the uh, open bracket squelching sound, closed bracket. Is that an onomatopoeia? Is that what they're going for there? It's the noise that the mind flayer makes when it's just sort of gelatinous <laughs> squelching. Yeah, when it's just like. <laughs> around this is this is better than weed whacking it's just like it's like slurping all over the place <laughs> so when 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 uh shkreli not what, what was what was alexi when he's drinking a slurpee is that slurping no it was just the the just the the flesh monster which is just like a wild call. They were like, man, how do we take the shadow monster and make it worse, but not necessarily scarier, just worse? It eats. It, it is It is flesh. made mostly of rats. Because there's that one scene in the beginning where in the first episode where it's just like a billion thousand rats going into that warehouse and they all just explode. Yeah. And at that exact moment, I was like, rats. man, this season's going to be gross. It's going to be a lot of blown up rats. going to be a lot of slurping around. I would have preferred it if it said slurping sound. (laughs) You would have laughed out loud if it was like the mind flare slurps all over Billy. If it was like, because you know, you know, the subtitles of Netflix mimic the noises as well. They're like closed captions or whatever. I don't know the difference. They're the ones that are friendly to deaf people. Right. Um, And it's, yeah, it's just like open bracket slurp, close bracket. I would have died. <laughs> this just means we need to get our own show on Netflix with a lot of time lapses and slurping. <laughs> the time lapse slurped across the screen. That's just, Patrick. I'm just imagining now a time lapse of you, a time lapse of you building a crib with just like <laughs> over and over again over top of it for no reason. <laughs> Man, That's the, the, the weed, the weed I, I don't wacky. upload my stuff to Netflix. I don't upload my stuff to, to YouTube. I upload my vlogs directly to Netflix. Directly to Netflix. That's the future. <laughs> that's gonna be. That's gonna be what David Dobrik does. David Dobrik is he a vlogger? Yeah, you just sound real old right now. <laughs> David I know Dobrik. The name. I can... David Dobrik is the next Casey Neistat. I don't want Casey to go away, but he's leaving New York, and New York was half the character, so. L.A. Casey, you'll be fine. We'll see. We'll see. David Dobrik. David Do- this guy? Yeah, I don't like this guy. You know guy. David Dobrik. I do. He was dating Liza Koshy and they broke up and the internet exploded. Yeah. Sorry, we just said something like about Liza Koshy over top of each other. Yeah, I, I've seen what this guy looks like. I'm not a fan. Not a fan. Nah, it'll be, it'll be either him that uploads vlogs or it'll just be like, it won't even be a series. It'll just be Mr. Beast videos just start going direct to Netflix. Direct to Netflix. That's how Mr. Beast funds his stuff. <laughs> like, yeah, not like a series. Because when they started, when you try to make a series out of it, that's when it fails. Like when Rhett and Link went to make Commercial Kings. I think Commercial Kings might have, and I could be wrong, but it might have just been a bad idea. It was a bad idea. It, it almost killed their career. But it's what got them out to L.A. Right. 
Um, speaking of Indiana, which is not Los Angeles, it's probably as far as you can get away from Los Angeles. I was watching the last two episodes of this, and I, I went and rewatched them because I was watching them in like a like a group of people that were just talking the whole time. Because I got to the place I was staying in Richmond, and they were just like watching the last three episodes of Stranger Things, and I'm like, well, this is an unideal way to see the end of this show, but whatever. Here I am. And there was one dude there that was just like, how could the Russians get into the United States just, like, set up camp and we not notice? And this other dude was just like, yo, you ever been to Indiana? And that's accurate. Like, you could you could set up a Russian nuclear base in Indiana and we'd never notice. I think we would now. I don't know, man. There's a lot of nothing in Indiana. I maintain right, like this. Hawkins, what do people in Hawkins do? Do they just go to the general store? There's not like an industry there. Well, Hawkins isn't a real place. Is it not? I, is it not? <laughs> Righto. For queen and country. Haggas. Yeah, no. Uh, Hawkins, Indiana is not a real place. What do you know? But there's like yeah. I don't I don't know what people do. It seems like there's a place where there's a lot of like like Joyce works at the the stuff store, right? Like the miscellaneous and, goods store. And uh, Sean Astin works at the, at the radio shack. radio shack, slinging Goonies reruns. So it seems like one of those towns where like there used to be industry. Like there's an abandoned factory that they use in this season of something. That's Steelworks. true. So it seems like one of those towns that like uh, you know used to have an industry. And now doesn't. I mean, you see this a lot. When you ride across the entire middle of the country on the Amtrak, you see a lot of towns that used to have an industry. Okay, but like the parents, like Mike's parents seem to be doing pretty good. What do his parents, what does his dad do? Mike's probably, Mike's dad's probably like a banker or something. Oh, he owns the, he runs It's the all bank. like, it's, it's one of those towns that is, is basically like just to some extent, like there's a lot of people that aren't doing so well. Also, it's, it's a much bigger town than like we see. Oh yeah, the mall succeeds. Right, it's like there's stuff going on. I don't know what that stuff is. There's stuff going on, but it's a much bigger, just based on the size of the school, it's a much bigger town. And the mall does really, really well. I mean, it's like, it's hopping. It's it's, it's popping in there. You ever walked into our mall and like thought about when it was ever like that? Not Tanglewood, like Valley View. Uh, I, Valley View, I don't think was ever like that. I remember being a kid and they had the fountain there where all the like vendors are now. Yeah. And like at Christmas time, it would get like proper chaos. I'm sure, but, like, it was never, like... And they had to instill the, like, curfew for kids under 18 that affected us in our own lifetimes. I mean, like, we were never at that mall anyway, but, like... But even then, there wasn't, like, a movie theater in the mall. There wasn't, uh, like, arcades and stuff. There's an arcade there now. Have you been? It looks pretty cool. I haven't been. I have not. But it's, like, there wasn't there wasn't anything to do. There was just stores. Right. Whereas, like, that mall had, like, a jazzercise and, like, businesses that people go to and do things. Right. And the gap. Yeah. And JCPenney, this still looks exactly the same. Oh, I'm sure JCPenney just set up normal shop there. <laughs> Probably. Um, I like Armor. Armor. Our mall still has a Sears. For now. I've never been in Sears. I don't know You've what never they been sell in there. Sears? You get like clothes and appliances. <laughs> yeah. It's like a proper department store. Right. Where the departments are like big and tall, boys, regular grown man, washing machines. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the, that's the thing that used to be the thing in the back in the days like you got everything from Sears and Roebuck. What about Macy's? Macy's is like a clothing store. Wild. But Sears was like e you got everything at Sears. I got it at Sears. Like everything. You used to be able to buy cars from Sears? I buy a car from Sears. Would you buy a car from Sears? No. They weren't like Sears like, brand cars, but not like the Sears mobile. <laughs> yeah, I don't think they had like like the Sears Model 5. <laughs> 
But no, you used to be able to get everything at Sears. But yeah, yeah I don't. I think Valley View is more recent than than the Starcourt Mall. Starcourt Mall was a sweet mall. I would straight up yeah, go on there. Absolutely, I would go there now. Yeah, I would have been like, hey, mall. If, if they let's put up a mall it. with like that as like aspect, uh, that um freaking aesthetic, you'd have to put a like a proper Regal movie theater in it. Not like the Regal we have, but like an actual Regal. What's the difference between our Regal and this Regal? Well, Regal's got like Regal that didn't used to be like Royal Crown Cinemas or whatever it was. Um, they have like a look. It's like real retro. Kind of like how AMC's are now. No, like this. Hold on, AMC's not retro at all. AMC in Hampton is. No, it's not. Like we've you've been to the Regal in Yorktown. Oh, is that a Regal? Yeah, th- they look like this. Yeah, yeah, but like that's what the that's what the Regal in the in the MacArthur Mall in Norfolk looks like. And that's, yeah, it's like, it, it fits the, like, retro aesthetic of a mall. The Starcourt Mall would have had a Regal in 2019. What are you, what are you sending me? <laughs> what, what kind of duck is that? That's a mighty loon! Oh, is it a loon? The mighty loon here to destroy us all! Once again has returned from the depths of Looniland! With crayons. <laughs> the crayon-wielding loon. I don't even know what to say about this. You. Oh my god, stop. The Mighty Loon is not going to destroy us. I don't even know what to say about this season because like, it, it, this is a terrible idea to try to talk about eight hours of television. In, in two hours where we can't stay on topic for ten minutes. Let's go episode by episode. All right. I'm, we're going to lightning reviews. Okay. I've Chapter got, one. Susie, do you copy? I totally relate to my friend coming home from summer camp with an imaginary girlfriend. Stop. I'm in. <laughs> stop. Also, I relate to Will being like, hey, can we play D&D? I'm in. Yeah, no, but I relate to Will being like, hey, can we play D&D? And Tyler being like, uh, I don't have friends anymore. I only have girlfriend. <laughs> high school Tyler. Middle school Tyler, high school Tyler, same difference. Yeah. There was one time that we went as like a group to a baseball game, and you like loudly complained that there were other people there because you and your high school or middle school girlfriend wanted alone time. Who did I date in middle school? Or maybe it was high school. I do have a review of episode two. Critic review for chapter two, The Mall Rats. Leona Laurie from Geek Girl Authority left a review for this episode. Uh, I don't know what the whole thing is, but the blurb says Mike's mom has got it going on. Mike's mom who got this like hot blonde aesthetic over the last, since the last season. Hey, it's, it's, it's hot girl summer, Ethan. It's I've hot been on girl Twitter. summer. It's also White Claw summer, in case you haven't it heard. It is White Claw summer. I heard about that. I drank a White Claw. It turns out, tastes like delicious. Yeah, it's great. It's, it's like LaCroix with alcohol in it. Right, but that doesn't taste like alcohol. Maybe towards the end. I don't know. It's, I don't I mean, know it's I a little malty. It's not like super, it's not like a, like a mango Rita. It's not like, <laughs> it's not like old Milwaukee. <laughs> Oh, Milwaukee's a beer. Yeah, it's a three. <laughs> three. <laughs> three. 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 Yeah, that John, whole scene Nancy at the pool and Jonathan first... follow a clue. Oh, what? Go ahead. What? That whole scene at the pool in the first episode creeped me out when all the all the moms are like, oh, it's almost showtime. And then like Billy walks out and I'm like, this is weird. Isn't one of your kids' friends? Yeah. Like, <laughs> what, what if the dads were doing that? That would have been bad. Yeah, that's the thing. Is like that would have been weird, but for some reason we're we're saying it's not weird when it's the women. I'm not like I'm not making a commentary here on like sexism in America, or whatever. It's still weird. We're just not acknowledging it for some reason. I thought it was weird too. Yeah, I like was it like, creeped it is, me out. It is weird how into this teenage boy you all are. I have a note right here that says, um, "I'm all good on rats exploding forever." Is that also from Leona Laurie? Uh, no, that is my notes from the first episode. Ah. I took notes okay. for the first three episodes. Okay. 
So episode three, Nancy and Jonathan follow a clue while Steve and Robin head whoa, off whoa, on a whoa, mission. Whoa, 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 whoa. We didn't talk about episode two. This is episode two. You just said episode three. Max and Eleven go on a shopping trip. Billy sees some upsetting visions. So Billy, like, his mom was cool and his dad sucks. Is that the is that the story here? Yeah, mom was cool, uh, but mom left, just like dipped, and uh, left Billy with dad. Okay, so she wasn't cool either. No. She probably got taken by the mighty loon. See, yeah, the, the problem with episode two is this is where you're introduced more to Robin's character, and I really like her, but she's Ethan Hawke's daughter. I knew and this she's was going to come up. Uma Thurman's daughter, and I don't really like either of them. I think Maya Hawk is... She's great. She's fantastic. My... If you say she's your mom, I'm going to come through this <laughs> microphone. No, she's not. Are you going to show me where your shoe fits, Ethan? No, I told you last week I'm going to come shove that microphone up your butt. Okay. Uh, no, Maya Hawk was Let's see. excellent. What are, do I have any good notes in here? Huge oh. fan of Maya Hawk. That's all I got for episode two. Let's episode see. three, The Case of the Missing oh, Lifeguard. Oh, hold on, hold on. I was... hold on. Episode okay. two, we were introduced to Hopper's Hawaiian shirt. Oh, Hopper's Hawaiian shirt. Legendary is, status. Is very good. Very good. That scene is tough, though, where he's waiting in the restaurant for, for Joyce. Oh, yeah. And he gets, like, freaking hammered. Yeah. He's just like, I'm the chief of police. Like, do whatever I want. <laughs> That's how Hawkins was for a long time. And then this freaking mall came and people from smaller than Hawkins are now coming into town. Yeah. And then in episode three, we get 11, like, psychic spying on people, which is not cool. I mean, I get it ends up yeah. being, like, a huge plot point. But when she's just using it to spy on Mike, it's not cool. Yeah. Spying on Mike doing fart noises is not okay. Yeah. Not cute at all. Um, and then, uh, Hopper wakes <coughs> up with a raging hangover and is like, yo, just gonna shotgun some milk real quick. Right? <laughs> I've never felt like that in my life. I've never woken up hungover in the summer and been like, you know what would really cure this right now? Milk. Milk. I, I, mostly, I, I give it the old Ron Burgundy, milk was a bad yeah, choice. Milk was a bad choice. <laughs> Freaking A, man. He's just like, oh, milk. <laughs> Never drinking again. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, what did you think of the uh, other lifeguard? Not Billy, but the girl. Heather? Heather. Yeah, she gets murdered. Typical Heather. <laughs> Some major Heather's energy. That's what I'm saying. She gets murdered. I don't know what Heather's is about. I'll be honest with it's you. It's about a bunch of girls named Heather getting murdered. Is it really? It is. I think that was intentional then. I mean, it, it can't have been that much of a mistake. You should probably watch Heather's at some point. You think so? Yeah. Heather's is one of those movies. Which movies? You know exactly what I'm talking I about. I don't, If you don't actually. love Heather's in the Fountain, you're not a real film uh, see, fan. See, I, I don't agree with you at all. I, I don't think it's one of those. It's like it's like a teen dramedy from the 80s. Is it, though? Or is it like The Fountain? I've never seen The Fountain, so I don't know. But Fountain's all right. It's got Winona Honestly. Ryder in it. Fountain has Winona Ryder in no, it? No, Heather's has Winona Ryder in it. Oh. I was going to say, I don't remember. She Fountain plays having. Veronica. It's got Rachel Weiss. It does? The Fountain. I'm not talking about The Fountain. I've never seen The Fountain. I've never seen Heathers. You should watch Heathers. Maybe next week should be on The Fountain and Heathers. Mm, next week's on Lion King. Oh, yeah, with 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 with, with, with Watso videos, videos from Watso Videos. <laughs> Watso. What's up? It's your boy Watso Videos. With, a, with another video review. Deep dive into Watso videos. That is not Watso. what Watso sounds like at all. Watso Topics. Watts of videos. Get your videos at watsavideos.com. I have a Watts of videos t shirt that YouTube. I have not seen in six calendar months. What? 
I have a Watso Videos t-shirt that I have not seen in a minute. I have a Watso Videos t-shirt that I wear pretty regularly. I used to wear it regularly. It's very comfortable. I don't know where it is currently. I don't know what to tell you about that. Yeah, I might just have to buy another one. Might have to buy another one, is what I'm trying to say. Uh, okay, so episode four, what happens? I don't know. I'm on the fountain now. We get off the fountain, go back to Stranger Things. All right. If you don't like the fountain, I just don't know. Uh, Leon Laurie says the scariest episode so far. <laughs> that tells me Jack Birch about what <laughs> the happens in an episode. He convenes due to a code red alert. Karen tells Nancy to keep digging, and Robin stumbles across a helpful map. It's more of like a blueprint than a map. Yeah. Maps have legends. Yeah, okay, I know what happens that episode. That's just sort of like a, let's restructure everything we've just done so we can get the plot ready to go for this season. Yeah, yeah, we're, we're, we're getting into it now. So episode five episode is when goes down. Episode five, something strange hides under an old farmhouse. The Mind Flayer is growing in strength. Leona Laurie says, whatever you thought the monster was, it's grosser. <laughs> That's accurate. It's gross. It's all Leona goopy. Laurie. We're going to have to get this girl on the show. Leona Laurie? Yeah. Who is that? She's a Tomometer-approved critic, so she would be the first. What? She would be the first Tomometer-approved critic we get on the show. What is a, what's a Tomometer? What do you mean, what's the Tomometer? It's the, the Tomato Meter. Yeah, that's not RT how score. you pronounce that. There's an extra yeah, syllable in there. Tomatomer. Tomatometer. Tomato meter. Tomatomer. You just said tomometer. Tomometer. Yeah. Tomometer. There's an extra... Yeah, that's you're, right. you're dropping a syllable. No. Tomato tomometer. You're right. <laughs> Yes, I know I'm right. Tomatometer. Look, I say tomato, you say something that's wrong. That's how that song <laughs> is. Like, the also, mind no, one, is no one has ever said potato. Oh, yes, one potato, please. <laughs> I would like some potato chips. Mashed, mashed potatoes. Mashed potatoes, please. <laughs> Deep fried potato sticks, please. Boil them, mash them, <laughs> stick them in a stew. Oh, man. Dr. Alexi explains what the Russians have been doing. Can you just Samwise Gamgee just like, oh, we'll have some potatoes, Gollum. <laughs> potato. Potatoes. <laughs> you boil them and mash them and stick them in a stew. <laughs> oh, Rudy. Bob Newby, anyway. a superhero. Episode 6, Dr. Alexei explains what the Russians have been doing. Eleven learns where Billy has been spending time. Dustin and Erica attempt a risky rescue. This episode is great. This is the episode with the freaking Slurpee scene, where he's like, this is strawberry. And I'm sitting there like, Hopper's like, they didn't have cherry. And I'm like, you're lying. Everywhere. There's never been a 7-Eleven on this planet that did not have cherry Slurpee. Cherry and Coke. 90% of the Coke. time, cherry is the only flavor that even works. Do you know why, Ethan? Because you can convince yourself all you want that you like flavors of Slurpee that aren't Coke, and I know why cherry's there too, but you can try all you want to convince yourself that you like different flavors, but you always come back to Coke, because Coke is really the only flavor you could drink an entire Slurpee My of. girlfriend gets and cherry listen, Slurpees. I, I swear to God. My girlfriend gets and drinks cherry Slurpees. Like, two, from top to bottom. Like, from top to bottom. I don't understand it. Oh my God. I just don't believe it. Now, I've mixed cherry and Coke. I've mixed mixed cherry and coke i've even dropped some pina colada in there i've before. mixed cherry and lemonade that was good when they had the lemonade slurpees i mixed cherry and the sprite lebron james six mix <laughs> slurpee you want a sprite <laughs> almost never yeah the sprite's not good there was one time i was hanging out with chris millahan and he's like i go for a sprite right now and i was like what did you just say to my good <laughs> christian household <laughs> <laughs> Yo, 
Oh, you remember Sprite man. Remix? It was just Sprite. Yeah, but it was better. Was it? It had different. Was it, it had Coke? like a different flavor that no was one it? could quite identify. Did you like the moment in the series where they were like, hey, new Coke is better than old Coke. We're going to drop this weird, obscure 80s reference yeah. in here. Yeah. Oh, man. You can get Sprite Remix on eBay. Condition new. You can get old Coke on eBay. Just the cans. You can get a Sprite bathing suit on eBay, which is kind of tight, actually. <laughs> yeah, you can get Sprite Remix on eBay. That's terrifying. I wonder if Crystal has that game fuel. God, I hope not. <laughs> 2007 was a dark time. Yeah. Introduce hey, 2000. Hey, quick question, Ethan. What? Quick question in regards to 2007. Uh, have you... I asked you to do this a while ago, and you were like, uh, I'll get around to it. Have you listened to that mix of Mjolnir by that other dude? Uh, no, I have not. I knew it. So, for, uh, actually, I'm not going to go down this road because this is going to just be... You know what? I'll go... I'll, I'll, I'll tell Ness and Becca that I want a guest star on Sincerely Us just to tell this story. Oh, have you, listener, listened to Sincerely Us? It's your favorite new theater podcast available every Wednesday, wherever you get your podcasts, and I think on Spotify. It's great. It's by two of our good friends, uh, Becca and Any. Any. Ineth Fuenmayor, Fuenmayor, who you've heard on this show. We did a brunch with her. It was wonderful. Um, and they've got a new theater podcast out where they talk about theater, mostly Alan Menken. I've heard that the episode that came out yesterday, while you're listening to this, is about Dear Evan Hansen, which, for which their show is named. Um, so if you like kitschy new theater about angsty teens, then you'll love it. I'm satisfied. Uh, it's a good show. I actually enjoy it. Uh, I, I don't enjoy most new podcasts like when they first start, but it's actually it's actually good. They do a good job with it. You should go listen to it. It has nothing to do with us other than the fact that we know them and they're in our Discord server, which you should also become a part of because then you meet your new best friend and start a podcast with them and it's great. And like, yeah, they met. If on not our Discord for Bacon server. and Eggs Discord, they would not be friends and not start a podcast together. Just saying. Just saying. And if you're one of those people that's like, well, I love the Facebook group but i don't know about three dollars uh one stop buying so many slurpees uh you don't even like the other flavors you like the coke flavor don't lie to yourself no, Two, okay, okay here hold on you might have picked the one thing that like it's not <laughs> it necessarily less. a good value argument hang on because let's talk about this for a second anything else if you're like oh man you know you drink one less starbucks latte a month you're good on bacon and eggs you have to drink like three slurpees or one less a week. There we go. Yeah. Now I'm on to something. Wait, how many Slurpees do you drink a week? I drink none I probably a week. have. I probably have one Slurpee a month. I probably have two Slurpees a year. I probably have one Slurpee a month, but like I do not break them up per month. It's like sometimes I'll get three Slurpees in a month and then not get another Slurpee for three months. See what I'm saying? So it's like an average of 12 Slurpees, maybe maybe 10 Slurpees per year. I, I'm under two Slurpees a year now, at this stage of my now, life. Now, now Andy Cap's hot fries. Hold on. In Andy high Cap, school? Oh, in high school, I, could, I was a three-week When I could drive and 7-Eleven was literally on the way home, and they were- You know were, what's interesting about that argument, Ethan? Is that it wasn't on the way home. You had to go straight through that light instead of take a right. Okay, but like, it's on the corner. It's, it's on the other side of the block. <laughs> Look. It is like all the way on the other side of the block. Yeah, you're right. I know I'm right. I used to drink Slurpees in high school. I used to drink a lot of NOS in high school. I was a big NOS guy in high school. Big, big NOS big guy NOS. in high school. Came in those cool bottles. Now it doesn't. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, that, that was a thing they slipped out under your... It's like tricks, man. Like, they just they just pull that out under your, your nose. And you never even realized it. Like, they introduced NOS and cans. You're like, oh, cool. It's cans now, too. They got cans 
and bottle. So if I'm feeling like I'm in a can mood, we're good to go. Then the bottles disappeared. Wait a minute. The NOS bottles that look like NOS tanks are gone? Yeah, they've been gone for years. What? Where were you for the first half of that conversation? What planet were you on? I was trying to find the freaking Halo 2 song. Oh my god, stop trying to find the Halo 2 song. We're talking about Sprite Remix. We're not. I got it. I'll text them afterward. I got to talk about Sprite Remix and the Lion King musical. All right. Sprite Remix? No, I'm not going to tell the story now. I'm going to tell the story on Sincerely Us. Uh, we're also talking about the Lion King movie. Probably some musical discussion and some original movie discussion next week with, with hey, it's your boy Watso Videos here with another unboxing. Watso Videos. I got Watso's in my videos. Watso Videos yeah. on YouTube. Sometime between now and then we need to find a time to record videos. a new episode. What? Sometime between now and then we have to find time to record another episode. How would you feel about a morning recording? That's fine. Okay, cool. Let's do it. Uh, preferably not tomorrow. I would not have a movie ready or to Friday. review tomorrow. Or Friday. Well, I go to the gym until 8.30. Oh, you go to the gym? So like an 8 o'clock recording is not great for me. Let me ask you a question. You think you're better than me? No. I'm just telling you that I have a thing. You think you're better than me? No, I just uh, have a commitment, and I'm informing you of the commitment. It's the company that makes the energy drink. Were they not the same company that makes the actual nitrous? Because they look exactly the same. Yeah, no, I don't think they're the same company. I think that NOS is probably made by, like, a beverage bottler. You, Oh, my God. What were we doing in high school, Ethan? These rare energy drink bottle discontinued with cap used on eBay $65. Yeah, I didn't know in high school they were going to discontinue them. This is insane. I thought they would just be there forever. It's like one day they're going to take away Monster Import and we're not going to notice. Oh, I'll notice. I'll notice that day. <laughs> when was the last time you drank a Monster Import? Well, we don't have Monster Import at work, so I, I usually drink Bang at work. We have Monster, but Bang is zero cal. Monster is not always zero cal. It's almost never zero cal. No, they have a whole line of zero cal Yeah, stuff. but I don't drink those. Right. I'm just right. not going to drink a Monster. I'm drinking Octane. But I will drink a Zero Cal Bang because that's their whole shtick. I drank uh, Monster Import on Sunday. <laughs> yeah? Was it everything you ever dreamed of? It was of? so good, man. It's always so good. And the can does the thing where you close it and then you put yeah. it in your car and you drive with it for a little while. And then you open it back up and it goes in your face. <laughs> Every time. All right, so Stranger Things. Give me the last two episodes. Let's recap. We did a horrible job of covering this this series, and I am aware of that. I'm going to own up to that. Episode 7, Hopper's crew goes back to Hawkins with the assassin in close pursuit. Elton the kids get ready to fight. Let's get ready to rumble. Oh, yeah, this was called The Bite. Oh, this is called The Bite. The Bite. I thought that was going to be much worse, but I guess Elle loses her powers from that, so I guess that is pretty bad. Yeah, she loses her powers. She has to, like, rip that thing out of her leg. With her powers. Oh, that was hard to watch. Yeah. You ever watching this show and think to yourself, like, oh, her powers are real. Like, she can actually do that. No, it's a TV show. No, this, this gets me to suspend my disbelief almost immediately. I don't know. I'm ready for an 11 that, like, understands, like, th there's not, I'm ready for a, an entire season of Stranger Things where nobody has to explain how the English language works to 11. Oh, where she just knows English. Where she can just talk and not get, like, confused about things. Right, yeah, I'm, I'm ready, ready for, for that, that. We're right there, but they still have to throw in those couple scenes of, like, Mike trying not to say he loves Eleven. Right. Oh, and then man. Like, and then And love? then Robin being like, oh, Steve, I'm into girls. What did you think of that? That was great. That was crate? That was great. Crate Myrtle? No, recently I invented a new word. It's called tight. No, sorry, it's not called tight. It's called kite. And it's a combination of cool and tight. As I tried to say them at the same time, and I said, yo, that's kite. <laughs> I have bad news. 
kite is already a word. Yeah, no, it's a big flappy thing that goes boom in the breeze. <laughs> I don't think you know what a kite does. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, kite! I'll be real honest with you, I don't <laughs> think you know what it does. <laughs> it's a thing with a string. It is a thing with a it's string. It's what now killed Ben Franklin. Up. Did he die from that? Yeah, I don't definitely. Think so. That's probably well, how he died. Well, That's why he never got to be president. So they didn't make a well, musical about him. Hamilton was never president. Right. So they got to make a musical about him. Oh, they're going to make a musical about Franklin. I, I guess. I think that's what I tried. To, I don't know if that's what I said. I think that's what I tried I to say. I thought you said he never got to be president, so they're never going to make a musical about him. And I was like, no, okay, I think sit I, down, I tried John. to say, so they got to make a musical about him. Yeah. I'm not throwing away my kite. <laughs> it's literally just, just like, just take. Hamilton, but just change <laughs> all the words. So lame is. No, no, but like, but like, it's the same songs, just oh, with okay, words about Ben Franklin. How does a slave owning? <laughs> how does a rich guy? Oh, that's how. <laughs> Got it. Money, right? Okay, yeah, we're all on the same page. Yeah. How does a man with opportunity get so much opportunity? Probably also told John Adams to Fortnite off. <laughs> <laughs> Almost certainly. You seen the HBO series? Nope. Next week on Bacon and Eggs. We cover Adams. Adams. The whole I've heard it's very good, but I do not want to cover I, uh, more episodes. Of- you got a Paul Giamatti problem? <laughs> no. Why is everybody talking to me about Paul Giamatti? <laughs> he played John Adams. Did he really? Yeah, that's the thing. I don't I don't know, dude. That was like 2008. I know, man. Back in the old days. Yeah. When you could tar and feather on TV. That was before... So that was before HBO had streaming. So HBO didn't exist. <laughs> for us. <laughs> right. For us. Like, you, I, I, nobody had HBO. Yeah, 2008. Nailed that one on the head. I've heard 1776, though. And somebody in that... There's a whole song about telling John Adams to sit down and shut up. There is. That's all I got. 1776 is a little more yield English than uh, than Hamilton ended up. I mean, it's a musical still. Like, yeah. Is that really Paul Giamatti? Good God. Who let Paul Giamatti be in a serious thing? He's short. I don't know shirt about John Adams. Let me ask you a question, Ethan. Dude's not even on money. Let me ask you a question. Okay. For money. Madison's short, not Adams. Madison is short. I think Adams is short, too. Yeah, but that's For Madison's money, thing. Ethan. For money, I will give you five American dollars at some point if you can tell me who played John Tucker and John Tucker Must Die. I've never seen John Tucker Must Die. Okay, so you owe me five bucks. I, Thank you. I do not owe you five dollars. That's not how that works. <laughs> who played John Tucker and John Tucker Must Die? Jesse Metcalf. Who? Jesse Metcalf. I repeat, who? His best, highest rated film on Rotten Tomatoes is Blood Creek with a solid 43%. Mmm, Excellent. Only ever been in rotten movies. Nice. He John was Tucker in God's Must Not die. Dead too. Why did you come up with John Tucker Must Die? Uh, John Adams. What? Oh my God! Is God God's Not Dead too? Is this about? Is this the same plot as Legally Blonde too? Probably not. Really? Because every oh, that's the critic consensus. Let me get a a high school teacher, Melissa Joan Hart, fights for the right to discuss Jesus in a public cr- classroom. I don't know. Is she it, goes to, God's she, Not Dead's a Rob Bell book, right? No. You sure? Yeah, Rob Bell wrote Love Wins. Melissa Joan Hart, what is she up to these days? Yeah, I know that. Oh man, the first one did bad too. Rob Bell wrote a book called What We Talk About When We Talk About God. <laughs> he did. I own that book. That's wild. Is it? Yeah, I can't think of really anything in American literature that's further from the light of Christ than what we talk about when we talk about love by Raymond Carver. Oh, I think that was the, the joke. Yeah, I think that is the joke, yeah. That's the, uh, that is the 
book of short stories that um, Michael Keaton is trying to bring to the stage in Birdman. Is it so? It is, yeah. What we talk about, we talk about Love by Raymond Carver. I did not know that. Now you learn something new every day. Well, I didn't I didn't learn that. I knew that. You learned that Adams was in 2008, though. No, I knew that as well. Oh, right. I got that right. What don't you know, Ethan? Do you know all things? No, I don't know all things. I just knew you those know two things. all things through Christ who strengthens you? No, I thought that God's Not Dead was a Rob Bell book. Oh, you're right. You didn't know that. It did get a 13% on Rotten Tomatoes, which has me just ultra intrigued to watch it. Which is weird, because usually I don't care about movies that get terrible reviews. Okay, so God's Not Dead is a book. Almost definitely. No, but it's like an actual book. I went to a liberal arts college. Let me tell you something. I have a degree in philosophy. In not one class that I walk in and the teacher wrote on the board, God's dead. I mean, we, we had those discussions, but like... It was almost always like, I understand there are other schools of thought here, and that's what makes me a good philosophy teacher. I'll tell you, man, I just spent five days on a train with Kip Reddick's daughter. Yeah, how'd that go? That was great, man. Is God alive? God is alive. <laughs> yeah, I'll bet. <laughs> she is getting her PhD in what she refers to as theology stuff. That sounds about right. It absolutely is right. It's great. God's Not Dead, Rice Brooks outlines a roadmap that guides seekers to acknowledge the most basic basic truths of Christianity, develop a faith that is real and credible and strong enough to help others find faith. Listed as the evidence behind the hit movie. So it sounds like this person has a good sense of humor about the fact that they turned his book into a joke. God's Not Dead author? Yeah. I don't think the movie was a joke. I think they were deadly serious when they cast Willie Robertson. Because you just said it it was, you just made it sound like it was a joke. Did you know Willie Robertson? I don't know who Willie Robertson is. Of Duck Dynasty. Oh, that guy. Has been in two films, and at 13%, God's Not Dead is the highest rated Rotten Tomatoes score. Mmm, 13%. That's not a strong one. His other film, his other film, 1% called Left Behind, starring Nick Cage. Ooh. Oh, man, I just clicked on the, on the, um. Nicolas Cage with what has to be the best top billing edit I've ever seen for a film cover. Look at this top billing. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Above all the other names. Ladies and gentlemen, what we have is is Nicolas Cage in what I think is like a pilot's uniform um, in front of four other people, one of whom is Jordan Sparks. I couldn't tell you which one. I I could. Is Jordan Sparks a man or a woman? Uh, It's a woman. I'm guessing Chad Michael Murray is the other man. Yeah. Uh, but And and they appear to be standing on a road in front of an exploding city. And at the top is written Nicolas Cage all the way across the top of the cover with four people's names written underneath it. This is top billing to an art form. Now, if you're unaware, fans of this show, Yokes, Yokes is what we call you. Top billing is in such a way where the top billed actor's name is always the highest and the most top leftist. But this one's the highest and onlyest. Onlyest across the toppest. Although I, I just clicked on the IMDb page for God's Not Dead and all it did was give me a full page ad for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. The movie I am most excited about remaining in this year. Well, that's good, but we need to get, we need to wrap, Ethan. I don't know if you knew that. We're about that time again, HL. Well, that was a, that was a horrifyingly incompetent episode of TV review. You know what? Sometimes. Turns out when you try to pack eight hours of content into, uh, two hours of show, your brain explodes. And you just talk about other stuff. And you just talk about other stuff because you cannot remember in any facet what happens between episodes of a TV show you watched all in one day. It's true. You're not wrong about that. So here's what it comes down to, Ethan. Is that everything's going to be fine, fine, fine? Everything's going to be fine, fine, fine. 
here in Berkeley Springs. What? What? What is Berkeley Springs? This is a fun fact, Ethan. I don't know if you knew this. When we record this show, I listen to Passion Sessions by Don Ross. I don't think you do. I am at this moment doing that. I, I think I believe that you are at this moment doing it, but I don't think that it is something you normally do. Y- you would be right in thinking that it's not something I normally do. It is very serene to do this. Don. But there's a song on that album called uh, Berkeley Springs. But here's the end of the day discussion. Uh, season three of Stranger Things doesn't even go on our big board. It like I, I well, cannot movie, fathom. So it's not a movie. I don't. I don't know how that would work. It's better than uh, season. Eight episode three of Game of Thrones. <laughs> it is better than season eight episode three of King of Thrones, which is also not on our big board. I'm currently listening w- to Dolphins by Don Ross. <laughs> so good, man. So good. Uh, but now I feel like I'm on fresh air with Terry Gross on like NPR, and I'm just like, let's talk about Stranger Things three. Exciting news. Uh, Taika Waititi's back for Thor four. Taika Waititi is back for Thor four. That is Which exciting means we get news. Seamus to review that with us because he's gonna come on the show and be like, "Today we're reviewing four 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 four. That's all I got. That's my whole joke. I have um, plans to. Actually, you know what? You'll just have to watch with everybody else. What? Yeah, you'll see. What? You'll see. I'm so confused. Yeah, but you you will be until you see. Maybe. All right. That's. That's fair. I'll take that. Um. Anyway. Anyway, it does not go on our big board. Um, the mind flayer as a villain, pretty terrifying. <laughs> Horrifying, if I do say Squ- so myself. Squelching sound. <laughs> Squelch. I give it a squelch out of ten. Squelch I, out of ten. Squelch out of ten. Uh, for breakfast food, uh, I feel like Stranger Things is Ego waffles until the day that I die. Yeah, definitely. Because they will not give it up. Absolutely not. Um, they keep going on the Ego thing, which I thought you know we moved on. Season oh no. two now. Oh you, no, you we will need... never move on from the ego thing. You don't need nostalgia from something that is already a nostalgic property. <sighs> the yawn. I'm getting sleepy. I know, you made me yawn. I'm getting sleepy. I'm going to have to go to Betty Bye here in a few minutes. <laughs> um. Yeah, so the Mind Flayer, terrifying. Um. Billy is dead. Rip. Sorry, bro. <laughs> Would you call Baker Montgomery a hero? Uh, yeah, as soon as he shaves that mustache. See, here's the problem. Here's the problem is he's Australian, right? Yeah, Australian. So he's like legally required to be one of the world's nicest people. I know, man. Uh, You ever watch an interview with with, uh, Chris Hemsworth? Yeah, all the time. uh, He's just phenomenal. He's just a phenomenal example of human beings. Um, And I I have no reason to believe that this dude isn't an absolutely phenomenal human being as well. Pulls off an American accent flawlessly, uh, but that mustache makes him look angry all the time. Like, I've seen him in a bunch of pictures girls being like oh my god i would pay dicker montgomery to just kill me <laughs> on twitter Christ. and i'm like dude it, it, the mustache has gotta go i was thinking about going stash life like he looks like he just quit his popular boy band i was i was seriously thinking about stash life i'm about to have a kid Can you imagine if in 18 years my kid's like dad why did you have that stupid mustache when i was born this is why no but like you're not you're about to be a dad but you're not actually about to be a dad in the 80s that's true or the I'm 90s not. so you cannot just grow a mustache and a mullet and start wearing like white cut off tank tops and shorts you can't do it you're not allowed it does not exist anymore not like wife beaters like a t-shirt no, no, like that you I took cut a plain white off. t-shirt and cut the sleeves off you can picture listener the person that i'm speaking about right now long hair mustache like aviator sunglasses tucks in t-shirt to jorts yeah white t-shirt with the sleeves cut off belt really short jorts i'll tell you we're on that we're on that 80s short short game again we here in the 2019s you think so yeah i see it all the time 
everywhere. Kids got these I'm short shorts. High waisted is back. I know that. High waisted is back. But even even for dudes, like the Steve shorts that he wears, those are a real thing. The Dustin the Dustin short shorts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now I don't think that t-shirts that say roast beef are probably I, really. I, in. I would straight up wear a t-shirt that wears roast beef. I mean, Dustin's got some legendary fits in this t-shirt. I mean, that's TV show. With no doubt about that. You could probably buy the roast beef t you can absolutely buy the roast beef for t shirt. $24.95 guaranteed. Uh $22.95, $19.95, and $20 even. You can get it at Walmart with a Dustin Funko Pop for $49.99. Here's my thing. I can't buy my t shirt at Walmart. I can't do it. But like this this denim vest that he wears over it with this hat, man, dude's a legend. Straight up. He's a foot. He's yeah. a he's a leg end. This picture, man, the scoop troop. Oh, dude. I I'm going as the whole scoop troop for Halloween. The whole scoop troop. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna be all three of them. <laughs> Scoops Ahoy. What a place. Scoops Ahoy. I'm a big fan. All right. Well, let's go ahead and play this out. All right. Where can people find us, Ethan? People can find us all over the place. Um, we are on Twitter and Instagram at Bacon and Eggs Pod. We are, although you can find the whole Bacon and Eggs network at baconandeggs.media starting next week because I haven't done that yet. And the other show doesn't start tonight. The week. other show starts next week. You can hear about that right now. Hello. My name is Mary Clay, and I've never read Lord of the Rings until now. Join me each week as I read the Lord of the Rings series chapter by chapter and have fans on as guests to discuss all things rings. That's what I'm talking about. New episodes every Tuesday. She's like, hi, I'm Mary Clay Watt, and I talk about Lord of the Rings, even though I've and never I'm read it. And I'm funnier than Tyler than Ethan. I think I'm funnier than Tyler and Ethan, and I'm just not. Wow. I mean, it's my show, man. All right. Say On to the next thing. Say it with confidence. Say it with confidence. Believe in yourself, because that's the place to start. And I said, hey, what a wonderful kind of day. I've lost my mind at this point. Absolutely gone. Just done. Anyway. Yeah, it's, it's not there anymore. Yeah, it's not there anymore. Anyway, Tyler's on Twitter and Instagram at AmeriCarlin. I'm on Twitter and Instagram at Bacon and Ethan and Wow Now in reverse order. Um, You know this at this point. Whatever. Links are in the description for everything. Go to patreon.com slash bacon and eggs and join the discord for the price of two Slurpees per month. And it's like a lot better of a time than a Slurpee. And it's also probably better for you than a Slurpee. Because like, here's the thing. Discord is not going to start melting 11 seconds after you buy it. No, 11. I see what you did there. All the syrup isn't going to start to fall out of Discord and into like a syrup pile at the bottom and then you just have brown ice. There's no, there's none of that in Discord. Discord is a, a solid, no syrup, tangible, syrupless item that you can purchase for $3 a month and you could talk to some amazing people. You can meet your new best friend. You could start a podcast you just could because start you can meet your D&D &D party. You could, you could do whatever you want. The I world... guarantee if you join that, if you join that sucker today and you go in there and you say, hey, at everyone who wants to be my D&D &D party, almost definitely Ethan or one of the mods or myself is going to be like, wait, well, you can't at everyone. I'll do but, it for you. But <laughs> but I'll, I'll do it. <laughs> we got a new Ethan today, a second one. It's very confusing. He thinks the exact same. He really you. does. He is like me. <laughs> he likes Hamilton, though. Well, what are you going to do? I convince him otherwise. Well, they don't hate your plan. No, there's a quote here. Anyway, you know what's wild? Show. You know what's wild? I'm in a group chat right now. 
with like 10 people, but only, oh. no, sorry, nine, nine, uh, nine dudes, but there's only seven names. We've got two Ethans and two Patricks. That is confusing. In I'm a group of nine I'm not people. Invited, but that's cool. Whatever. You don't know any of these people except Pat Davis. I would say if I saw Pat Davis in front of me, I would, I would maybe say, oh, I went to college with you. I think he's probably the only person in this group chat that you would have in any way met. All right. That's why he became hot Pat. Because I've met him? No, no, because there's two Pats. Oh, gotcha. There's Pat, hot Pat, tall Pat. Gotcha. And then it became a thing yesterday on Twitter. It was weird. It was a weird day. Anyway, um, weird day. Um, um, that's all, folks. Thank you for listening to another episode of Bacon and Eggs. This has been Stranger Things. We'll be joined next week by Isaac Carlson of Watson Videos to talk about Lion King. God our music help us. Is by, our music is by Andrew Scott Bell. Uh, you can find him at the link in the description. And our art is by graphite.vmb on Twitter and Instagram. Maybe Twitter? I don't even know. Uh, definitely on Instagram. Uh, Vaishon is the best in the world. If you need graphics for anything, please, 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 please reach out to Vaishon before you reach out to anybody else. And then get a quote from somebody else and be like, oh, yeah, no, I'm definitely going with Vaishon. That was a way better value yeah. because it's the best value. Don't even get a second opinion. But if you want one, I guarantee you'll still come back. Yeah. And Vision will have your work done for you by the time the per- other person even responds. Using promo code BACON at checkout for exactly the same price. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, that's not how that works. <laughs> anyway, I've been, nope. Because uh, I, 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 I just cut myself off mid-sentence because I just almost said, I've been Tyler Carlin. He's been Tyler right, Carlin. But- I've been Ethan Edgehill. We've been baking and eggs. And until next week, Arrivederci. And yeah, sometimes that's painful. Sometimes it's sad. And sometimes... It's surprising. Happy. So, you know what? Keep on growing up, kid. Don't let me stop you. Make mistakes. Learn from them. When life hurts you, because it will, remember the hurt. The hurt is good. It means you're out of that cave. But please, if you don't mind, for the sake of your poor old dad, keep the door open three inches. I got...